Hey, Amber here, MLM strategist who has worked with thousands of network marketers and top income earners in your industry to help brand them, systemize them, and grow their downline on a global level. Founder and CEO behind the Pink Vault and Mo Excuses, and your host of Behind Her Boom podcast, providing you with proven, simple, and actionable steps to build your authority and your brand so you can stand out from those sideline sisters. Inspiring you to think big and grow to seven figures and beyond? Let's go. Hey, everybody, it's your host, Amber, from Behind Her Boom Podcast, coming on today with a very special guest who has been in my network. We have been in really great connection for the last, I would say, five plus years, kind of when we dabbled into our business, she was dabbling into hers. So I have been following this amazing gal for that long. And I'm going to say she is the epitome of when you say be consistent and consistently show up the consistency wins. You're the prime example of that, Jen. So I have Jen Reed on here. Um, We'll have all her contact details in the bio so that you'll be able to connect with her. Um, And she is going to share her story because I have been really following her right from back in the days of, you know, getting into to hair care, wellness, and and that sort of thing on the on the MLM side of, of things. But then she kind of flipped this whole shift of like I was like she's working out what's she doing oh my gosh she's got abs what's happening now she's getting so ripped and she's dancing I was like what is happening with Jen every time I open up my Instagram there you were and there you still are and it's incredible so I'm really excited to have you on here and just talk about your journey and hopefully inspire some of these women to get out of bed and start looking and feeling their best (laughs) so welcome Jen thanks for coming on the show Thank you. Thank you. Gosh, um, I really appreciate that very flattering introduction. And uh, it's really great to connect with you again. Um, You know, I think I think it's really interesting to look at like both of our journeys over the last five years, because I feel Mm -hmm. like, you know, I follow you as well and and how much you've grown and you weren't podcasting back then, I don't think. No. no. Um, So I think it's just really cool. And, you know, I'm a little bit older than you. So I'm I'm representing the 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 midlife space um and it's a space that I think has been woefully underserved for many many years and it's really exciting because I think it's getting a lot more attention, mm-hmm. a lot more focus, a lot more hype and um I'm here for it because you know there's so many amazing women in general but especially midlife women so yeah, absolutely. And that's why I just I loved when I was seeing all these things going on with you and what you're doing. And I was thinking to myself, the audience and the clients and, and the women that I serve, there's so many women I get on the calls with that are over 50. And and when we talk about social media in general, 99% of them are like, Amber, I just like, I don't do anything exciting. I have like no little kids to share. I got no puppies to share. You know, what is so exciting about me? I'm going into retirement. My husband's driving me crazy. He's home all the time. I'm like, share that. Do you know how many other women have their husband's home going to retirement and they're driving them crazy and you're just like go play golf when you were do something so you know it's exciting that you are representing that sort of age category and I think it's important for women to really kind of hone into their their whole personal self and gain that confidence to put themselves out there and not be sort of struck by like the 20 year olds of perfection and 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 whatnot that's that's gone out there and um and since then what are you up to what are you you're you're sort of like doing affiliate marketing and you're working with different brands but like, what, are you a trainer? Like, how do you how do you keep up all that? This is a podcast, but we're gonna put out some micro content so you can see what I'm talking about when I'm doing this. I'm talking about <laughs> the shape that she's in because she makes twenty year olds look like they're lazy. So oh, what are you doing? Oh, thank you, thank you. Yeah. So I so I used to be a personal trainer years ago. I had my own personal training business. It was called Fit and Fierce Mamas. It was when my kids were little, yeah. and I taught a lot of boot camps and did a lot of one on one training, you know, with women. And then. 
honestly, I got out of it for a couple of reasons. Um, the biggest one I know you can relate to, which is, you know, you get to a point where you maximize your earnings and you are literally trading time for money. And I didn't want to have to get up at, you know, five in the morning and I didn't want to have to miss things with my kids. And that was when I started to shift um, and got more involved in um, network marketing and direct sales. Um with another brand, um, and which I still do affiliate marketing for them. And then, um, you know, then menopause hit. And so I thought I was in pretty good shape when menopause hit. And I thought I was doing like all of the things that I should be doing. To be honest with you, I wasn't expecting what happened to me to happen. And none, like I would say 99.9% of women are in that same boat. I literally just got off a phone call right before this with a old friend of mine that I've known for years and years and years. And she's just starting to go through perimenopause. And she's like, Jen, I gained 10 pounds in the last nine months and I'm not doing anything different. And I hear that over and over and over again. So um, it, it all happened to me. And I had pretty much every symptom you could imagine. And, you know, believe me, the the list of menopause symptoms that you can have are way longer than you think they are. I mean, everyone knows about the, the hot flashes and the brain fog, but you can get burning mouth syndrome. You can get itchy ears. Like, oh my gosh. yeah, your cholesterol can spike. All of these things that are related, like our hormones are the master regulators of our body. And so when we, when we start to lose estrogen, especially, especially a lot of things start to shift and change, and we just can't keep doing things the way we've always done them and expect the same results because our bodies are very different. Like think about the way your body was when you were going through puberty and how crazy things were then, like that's basically what's happening. It's just in reverse, unfortunately. Um, And so I was a mess. I call that stage meno hell. I was a mess. I gained like 25 pounds. I was not motivated. My anxiety was through the roof. I was not sleeping, Um, all kinds of symptoms. And I didn't know what was happening to me. Like I thought I was going crazy, which is another thing that you hear a lot from midlife women. Yeah. So, um, finally had a girlfriend that was like, by the way, this all happened right when I went off the pill after being on the pill for 25 years, which I would would want to blame that then be like, yeah. Yeah. And that, that looking back on it was a mistake. I should not have been on it that long. Um, you know, I'm not a doctor. I am not here to give medical advice, but I do love to share what I have learned. And those are synthetic hormones. They shut down your body's own production. Yeah. Um, so when I went off the pill and then I was menopausal, my body was like, I don't know what to do. I haven't had to make any of these hormones for 25 years. And now your production is declining anyway. So it was a mess. And, um, I just started sharing on Instagram what, you know, what was happening and more and more women started connecting with me. And I was like, relating and yeah, there's this whole community out there. Um, and it was wonderful for me to feel seen and heard because none of my friends were going through this. Right. Um, and, uh, and, and now this community has just grown. Um, and it's, it's, it's really wonderful. So I like to share all my fitness tips. I've been able to get back into shape and to be honest with you in better shape now, uh, than I've ever been. Um, and I'm 50, I'm almost 53. I'll be 53 in like a month. So even like your face and your skin and everything's just glowing. Is it just, you know, the workouts or what, what's kind of like your daily routine? What do you, what do you do? Yeah. So, um, this is what I always talk about, um, you know, on my, on my Instagram platform. And when I, when I talk to women in my DMS and friends and things like that, 
I call it the spokes of the menopause wheel. So this can apply even if you're not in menopause, even if you're maybe late 30s, 40s. These are the things that you need to start thinking about. The first one is fitness. You need to be lifting heavier weights. And that's a relative term. It's going to vary. You know, what I lift might be different than what you lift, but it needs to be challenging you. You're, you know, we start to go through sarcopenia, which is muscle loss once we hit 30. And then once we start having declining hormones, that impacts us even more. So um, that loss of muscle is, it it creates a lot of downriver problems for us um, with insulin resistance, with weight gain. Your body wants to store fat in your midsection as your hormones decline. Everyone calls it their meno belly. Lifting weights consistently and progressing your workouts is the best advice that I can give anybody. Um, And for any of your listeners who may not know who Dr. Gabrielle Lyon is, it's L-Y-O-N. Do you follow her? I I don't, but I feel like I need to now because I have a personal trainer and I, and I just, I I get up at 5 a.m. And then after about a month with this personal trainer, I'm like, oh my God, I'm like gaining weight. I turned 40 in August. So I thought I got to like, you know, and I've never had to worry about any of that stuff. I've always just been kind of like, you know, I'm I'm okay. I can look good in a pair of high waist jeans and it can suck my belly. And and now I'm like, oh my goodness, I got like a donut addiction. I was like hooked on wanting to eat like that was me. Right. And, and all the sugar. So then my trainers yeah. like, eat during the day. I'm like, I don't really like meats and fish and I'm just eating like carbs. Like I want a bagel and I want pizza and I want donuts. And she's like, do you feel tired during the day? I'm like, I'm exhausted. But I just thought it was, you know, because I'm running the business with two kids and going crazy. And she's like, no, it's your shitty diet. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. And, just started. And part of, you know, part of it that happens as our hormones decline as well, we start to crave. And especially if you're not sleeping as well, that impacts your your hunger um, signals, right. but if you can shift, and that is the next, well, actually, let me get back to it. Dr. Gabrielle Lyon, L-Y-O-N. She just wrote an amazing book called Forever Strong. It's on the New York Best Times, uh, okay. New York Times bestseller list right now. It's all about muscle-centric medicine and how important building muscle is at all points in our life, but especially as a midlife woman. Um, and so that leads into the second piece, which is nutrition. That's the second spoke of that meno wheel that I'm talking about. So we need to be focused on our nutrition, prioritizing protein. Most women are woefully under consuming protein um, significantly. So you, you should be targeting. And again, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a nutritionist. I've just learned so much. I've been on this journey for about 10 years now. Yeah. Um, And uh, you really need to be targeting at a minimum one gram of protein per pound of your target body weight. So if you're someone who's looking to lose body fat, lose some weight, use that target weight, but you can go up to as high as 1.4 grams. So, you know, I currently weigh around 116, 117 pounds. I'm consuming 160 grams of protein a day. So oh my goodness, I'm like 145 pounds and I'm thinking about how much protein I have. I just made a protein shake this morning that has like 28 grams, but I didn't drink it all. I went to my latte and I drank half of that. Right. Well, you can that. put your protein in your latte. Put your protein in your latte. You do that. So yeah, at a minimum, women really should be shooting for at least 30 grams of protein at every meal. And and I I would recommend a little bit higher. Um, and that fills you and- up. So you're not going to the other stuff. Like you're not going to the breads and all that stuff, right? So- Exactly. Um, So your nutrition is key. I don't demonize carbohydrates. Carbohydrates are important, especially as you are building muscle. Some women, I think it's very bio-individual. Some women can handle because they are very insulin sensitive. They can handle a higher amount of carbohydrates. I can. 
Um, but when I first started like my transformation, and if you go to my Instagram page, there's that my transformation is pinned at the top. When I first started, I did go lower carbohydrates. So I was doing maybe like 50, 70 grams of carbohydrates a day. Um, a lot of women have great success with that. And then they can start to gradually add more in as they, as they become, um, you know, their body adjusts to that. So, um, and then lots of healthy fats, you've got to eat your healthy fats as well. So they will keep you satiated. They will help with your skin. They will help with your hair. So does the protein, your nails, all the things that start to take a hit as we age. Um, so lifting good fitness, you want to get some cardio into, you want to make sure your nutrition is on point. You want to make sure you're trying to reduce your stress. We, we just, as we age and our hormones decline, we don't handle stress as well as we used to. So, you know, I'm sure you can relate your twenties, your thirties, you were probably just powering through. Um, we need to be a little practice, a little more mindfulness, um, than we used to, uh, sleep huge, you know, I used and I, this is the hardest one for me. But you've, you've I always to- underestimated the sleep thing, you know, yeah. just go to sleep, get up, have up halfway through the night, you know, between kids and shift in beds. I swear I, I play musical <clears throat> beds every night and my kids are not babies anymore, but I mean, yeah. that's my own fault. <laughs> yeah. I miss, I miss that. I really do miss that. Yeah. Um, and that's what I say. My daughter's like, but I just like, I love your face. I'm like, oh my God, like, how do I not sleep with her? She I know. I know. Face, but yeah, but yeah, it kind of messes up your sleep. And I think that that plays a big part. I've had blood work done before where the doctor was like, oh, right away. Number one, yeah, I can see that you're lacking sleep. But I'm like, how do you even know that? But they can see that if you actually go and get blood work to check all your like your, your different yeah. levels and things like that, yeah. they can pick yeah. up on that, which is incredible. Yeah. So we do, we need to prioritize sleep, have a, have a good sleep routine. A lot of us are on our phones. I'm guilty of this too, you know, up until 10, 11, 12 at night. Um, that impacts our melatonin production, all of that blue light. So at least get yourself a, a good pair of blue light glasses, you know, try to shut down the screens at least an hour before you're going to bed. Yeah. Um, but I know it's not always easy. Yeah. Um, yeah. so, you know, stress, sleep, you know, gut health, most midlife women, as we, as we start to age, our gut changes. And most of us have some kind of dysbiosis going on in our, on our gut. So, um, might be worth, you know, having somebody doing some, some gut testing for you to figure out, you know, not just take a probiotic, but what type of probiotics do you need? You know, is there anything specific that, um, needs to be addressed? Um, and there are some good supplements that are, are kind of good for everybody that can help with that, that I also take. Um, and then, you know, HRT is a um, hormone replacement therapy is a controversial topic for a number of different reasons. Um, There's a a lot of misinformation out there about it. So I would say do your research, um, but it can be extremely helpful for women going through these changes. Yeah. You don't have to wait until you're menopausal to start HRT. You can, because you're your levels are like this in perimenopause. So exactly. some support especially after having kids and whatnot, like your hormones are still all sort of messed up and, and whatnot. Uh, my husband actually got with a doctor in Santa Monica on, on that for himself. And it was all these different, yeah. they test all your hormone levels and whatnot, but now he's like the most like fit and, and more like energetic and whatnot. But it, and it comes down to obviously like your workouts and your proteins. But I'm like, Oh my God, honey, like late thirties are looking good on you. It's like better than you were in your late twenties. So, and then we were talking about it of, you know, what it's like and the benefits it could have for women. Cause I think about the fluctuations and the highs and lows of energy and what you do in the run of a day, 
and if what you're putting in your body and not putting into your body. But I do think it comes down to finding the right doctor and not just going and taking some random things. That's, I think that's the biggest kicker there. Yeah. Yeah. And, and honestly, that's a lot of, I talk a lot about that on my Instagram page as well. Again, (laughs) I've been on this journey for like 10 years. I've literally seen like 18 different doctors at this point, and I've learned something from all of them and they all seem to like to do things a little bit differently. So, um, you know, there's, there's a lot of different, uh, factors that play into that. So you do, you need to find a good doctor. And then I think the last one, is mindset. And it's a huge one. I mean, there are, and I was there. So I speak from experience. I think there are a lot of women who feel like when they get to midlife, they're like, this is it. I'm done. It's not going to get better than this. This is the yeah. end. You know, I'm never going to be as healthy as I was. I'm never going to look as good as I was. And I, and I think we have to remember, like we have half of our lives left. Like there is, yeah. we're wiser. We're more powerful. We have the ability to do things we've never done before. We can still build muscle. Like it is not the end. It is just the beginning of a brand new chapter. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly it. It's the beginning of a brand new chapter. And, and I think it's huge of being able to, when you said mindset, it's so funny because the mindset comes in every factor of your life. You're talking about fitness and, and looking and feeling your best over 50. If I talk to women about, you know, building a business and getting out there and, and, and creating success for yourself, the number one, I always say is, is your mindset. That's going to, that's going to just lead you into success or failure from the start to, you know, to, to your journey and whatnot. So when you're saying mindset, I mean, it's such a, such a huge part that if you underestimate the power of what's going on in your brain and and what the voice in your head's telling you that can really sort of set you back from so many things or the voice from you know others and influencers and things like that so it's it's kind of a a shift that you need to be able to to make in your own self to say you know what I'm not going to listen to the noise out there and I'm not going to listen to the self-doubts in here in my head uh, you know, just, and just go for it because there's such a light at the end of the tunnel, no matter, no matter what it is that you're going after. What, what are you focusing on Jen in terms of uh, your social media? You're getting so much traction and so such a huge community that's being built on there and questions are being asked and whatnot. So are you, are you working with clients on the fitness side and nutrition side of things? Um, or are you just offering your tips and you're also doing makeup and all kinds of things? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So I always say like, you know, follow me for beauty, you know, makeup, fitness, nutrition, menopause tips, like those, that's pretty everything. much everything. You're probably following yeah. for everything. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, um, I, I'm not currently doing any, I'm not taking any fitness clients one-on-one, but I am in the process of working on a new website and it's going to include a number of midlife fitness and nutrition resources. Some will be, you know, free and then some will be paid content. Um, and then I partnered with a makeup brand, which is honestly the best makeup I have ever found for midlife. It does work on all types of skin, but it is magical, like all ages and all types, but it is magical for midlife skin. So it's all cream-based. Um, the brand is called Saint and I've been working with them for a little over a year. Um, and honestly, all of the women who have trusted me to help them, um, get color matched. Cause I actually, you know, select the shades for you. So you're not guessing. It's not like you're walking into, you know, Sephora and you're like, I have no idea what shade is the right one for me. Right. Um, it, it, they're so happy with it. So I've, I've been working with them for a little over a year. Um, and then, yeah, a lot of, you know, I share my workouts, I share what I eat. I'm in my stories all the time, just sharing my day-to-day life. So just hoping that it, can help other midlife women who have 
been through what I have been through or so that they're better prepared than I was when that happens. Right. I love that. And what, what would you tell, what would you give like one piece of advice for any of our listeners who are over 50 and are, are wanting to get on social media, make some sort of shift. Maybe it's internally with it, whether it's their health goal, it's their fitness goal, it's their, their business goal. And they're just kind of, you know, having that sort of blockage in their, in their mind yeah. to say, hmm, yeah. can I do it? What would you sort of say to yeah. somebody like that? So I say this, I, th- there's, two things that I say to women all the time, whether it has to do with fitness, starting a business, you know, I don't know how to, I don't know what to eat, all the things. First of all, if you are a parent and your child came to you and said, I really want to go out for soccer, but I've never done it before. And I don't think I'm going to be very good. And I think people are going to laugh at me or, you know, I want to um, try out for chorus, but I've never sang before. What advice would you give to your kid? What would you say to them? You would tell them, don't worry about what other people say, like follow your dream. Like you'll figure it out. I'll be yeah. support with all the things. And then look in the mirror and say those things to yourself, because that's the advice that you need to be giving yourself what you would tell your kid if they were in that same situation. Oh my gosh. Um, absolutely. You right? would tell them like, Oh, maybe you shouldn't do it. <laughs> right. exactly. you would say, oh, you're right. You're going to look really stupid. If you do that, like people are going to laugh at you. You definitely should not do that. You would never say that to them. Yeah. So you have to give yourself the same kind of advice. And then The second piece of advice that I always say is, you know, you cannot finish a marathon if you do not take the first step. So just take the first step. So many women are like, I want to get fit, but I don't know what to do at the gym. Just start small, like go into the gym and ask a trainer to show you how to use two machines and then use those two machines for a week until you feel comfortable with them and then add in something else. Don't worry about it. You say this all the time with business. Don't worry about being perfect. Same thing with social media, like just show up. Yeah. Um, I read that the, the midlife, um, segment is one of the two fastest growing on social media right now. So if you have listeners right now who are in midlife, this is the time baby, like get yourself out there, get on there, figure it out. Trust me. I, I learned a lot from Akram, your husband. I mean, he taught me so much and a lot of people need to understand it is a marathon. It's not like it's going to click right away. And if you yeah. post something and only one people view it and like it, that's okay. Just keep going. I still do lives that maybe 20 people show up on and that's okay. I just keep going. I think that's the biggest thing. It's really hard to compare yourself, get out there and you're putting all this content out and you're putting all this time and energy into it to see those two or three likes or no likes or nobody's watching. And it's a lot harder to actually, you know, do a live that nobody's watching than to do a live and you have a a massive audience watching. Um, But I think you need to, to really look at it as it's your own stage that you're doing it for yourself and nobody else. You know, I'm creating the content and hoping to inspire, change, help somebody, motivate somebody. Um, but I'm also proving to myself that I am going to show up every single day and be consistent. Um, Cause I think, you know, you're the, you're your own biggest critic, but you're also, you know, you're, you're doing it for you, for your family and whatnot. So you've got to kind of keep pushing and, and getting yourself out there. I mean, I yeah. love everything that you stand for Jen and just to come on here and be able to share your journey and just to get even more people um, back over to, to your, to your page and to your space to follow, because I just, I can just think right now, at least 50 women in the last 12 months that I've had a call with that are over 15, just feeling like, I don't know what to post out there. I don't even know what to talk about recipes, but I'm like, if you love cooking, like then share your recipes, you got to share your journey. There's always an audience for you. That's what I always say. There's always an audience for you, whatever your niche is or your avatar. Yeah. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Where can people find you, Jen? I'm going to put it all in the notes anyways. Yeah, thank you. So mostly on Instagram is where I hang out most frequently. So it's the, T-H-E, Jen with two N's, read with two E's. So the Jen read. The Jen read. Well, this is incredible. If you guys want to follow the Jen Reed, reach out to her, connect with her, love on some of her, of her content. If she's hopefully there to be able to inspire and motivate you to kick butt, you need to go and look at some of her workout videos. This woman is ripped. It's making me want to go and start working out and doing some sit-ups because everything is just fully toned, looking amazing. And now she's with this beautiful makeup brand, which I also work with a lot of clients with Saint. And it is an incredible, I always feel like every time I have a call with somebody with Saint, I'm like, I need a better ring light because their face is always glowing. Their makeup's beautiful and on point. So it's definitely an incredible brand. And the beauty of that is that you don't need to be an artist or go to beauty school to, to join. So that is something else that uh, that they can look at doing and partnering with you and whatnot as well, which is, is pretty awesome. I appreciate yeah. you taking the time out of your busy schedule, Jen, to hop on here and, and share your journey with us. You guys, if you want to connect with her, I'll put all the details um, on here and make sure that uh, you can connect with the Jen Reed 2 n 2 e Yeah, this is Amber, guys, from Behind Your Boom Podcast. Until next time, we'll see you on the next show. Bye.